May they all be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that the world may believe that you sent me, says the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, I pray not only for these, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they may also be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And I have given them the glory you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that you sent me and that you love them even as you loved me. Father, they are your gift to me. I wish that where I am they also may be with me, that they may see my glory that you gave me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world also does not know you, But I know you, and they know that you sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will make it known, that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. The Gospel of the Lord. Today, June 2nd, is my mom's birthday, and I want to share a few thoughts about this wonderful woman. I asked her recently what she wanted for a birthday present, and she immediately answered that she wanted all three of her children to be close and to love each other and to take care of each other. Of course, the reason she had to ask for that is because we have not always done that. We have fussed and fought. So I told her that would be my homework from now on, to keep in touch and to try to make, tra- take care of my brother and my sister, to love each other. Today's Gospel of John, chapter 17, is taken from Jesus' high priestly prayer at the Last Supper. And what does Jesus pray for to his Father? Listen, that they may be one as we are one, that they may be brought to perfection as one. In other words, my mom was not just echoing the prayer of every parent for the unity and peace of their offspring. Much more, my mom's prayer carried priestly overtones, echoing the heart of Jesus. My mother loves us, her sometimes ungrateful children, like Jesus loved his sometimes ungrateful disciples. Of course, this shared love between mothers and our Maker was uttered six centuries earlier in Isaiah who asked rhetorically, 
Can a mother forget her infant, be without tenderness for the child of her womb? Even if she should forget, I will never forget you. That is, a mother's love and our Lord's love are virtually identical. My mom grew up in Kerala, India, a coastal state in southwestern India, an area that, along with the state of Goa, are arguably the most Christian areas of the country, where both the Apostle St. Thomas and the Apostle St. Bartholomew and later St. Francis Xavier evangelized and brought the good news. That is how my mom learned the high priestly prayer of Jesus from these great apostles. My mom's full name is actually Rachelama, but she spells it R-A-I-C-H-E-L. And my oldest sister, my sister's oldest daughter, carries that same name spelled the same way. R-A-I-C-H-E-L. I think my niece is very proud to have her grandmother's name even if it's not spelled normally. But her grandmother is not normal either. She's extraordinary. My mom is the youngest of five children. She had three older sisters and one older brother who have all passed to their eternal reward. We pray for them when I say Mass at my parents' home in Springdale. Because she was the youngest, of her siblings. My mom was the one who got to go to school the longest and completed a degree in nursing. She wasn't allowed to do the chores at home because she was supposed to study. I doubt she complained. And that, and it is my mom's nursing degree that became the ticket to us coming to the United States. There has always been a dearth of registered nurses in the United States. And so this country has always given great incentives to foreign nurses to come and practice here. That is why I am here, because my mom is so smart. Looking back now, I don't know how my mom did it all. She came to the United States alone and started working and living here to establish a home. My father came several months later, and then the three troublemakers arrived. My mom often worked the night shift at the hospital because it was better pay. We always ate Indian food, which always takes a lot of time to prepare because you always make it from scratch. She took care of the home and raised the kids. She never complained about her trials and tribulations. She was far more concerned about her children's trials and tribulations. And that's still her primary preoccupation today. She doesn't complain about her physical aches and ailments, which are not a few. She just takes care of her family with an indefatigable and serene smile. When I go to celebrate Mass at their home, like I did yesterday, my mom is the sacristan. That means she prepares the altar. She prepares the chalice with a purificator and the pall 
with a precision that rivals the Pope's own sacristan in Rome. She knows exactly where the corporal goes on the altar, as well as how much water and wine to fill the chalice. Finally, she lights the candles and covers her head with a veil, like all devout women do in India. My dad is the lector who reads the scriptures, and then he rings the bells. His hands shake a little, so he rings them a little bit more than he should. And when everything is ready, it is time for me to do the homework that my mom gave me, to pray for my siblings, that we may be one, which is the same homework that Jesus gave me and that he gives to all of us to pray for the peace and unity of our brothers and sisters. <laughs> Which means everyone. Praised be Jesus Christ. <laughs>